0: you. Okay.
1: faithful, all who are gathered here together, come and behold the one we have been waiting for. He is our hope in the darkness. He is the light of the world. Come and behold God's amazing love made flesh. Come and behold the Messiah is here. All you faithful, lift up your voices in praise. Let everyone everywhere know this good news of great joy. The savior of the world is born. Come, let us worship him, come, let us adore him. The prince of peace, the newborn king, Jesus Christ the Lord.
2: Good morning. Good morning. Oh, what a beautiful morning it is. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I wanna say Merry Christmas to everyone here today. Yes. We just praise his name and he is the reason we celebrate Christmas. Yes? Right. Jesus is all about love. So we're gonna sing about love this morning. Hey sister, how are you doing, sweet girl? You're all red and everything. She can't hear what I'm saying. <laughs> all right are you ready come on y'all stand up if you want to and sing with us
0: i really love you i really love Because you first love me I really love you, yes I do, I really love you, I really love you because you first love me, I really love you, yes I ¡Suscríbete al canal! Like you're How'd you because you love. From the beginning to the end, oh, it will always be, it's always been you, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus that's that. Every knee is going to bow. And every knee will bow.
3: Every tongue. And every tongue shall confess.
0: the name of jesus so sing it with us i love you jesus Jesus.
2: Opportunity to pray over this church and every single soul that is there. Every one of us, Lord, we love you. We're trying to know you better. We worship your holy name, Lord God. We love you with love that is abounding everything else we know, Lord God. Jesus, we ask all these things from you in the holy, precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth.
4: Hallelujah, come on church, let's praise the Lord Come on, we thank you, Jesus We magnify your name, Lord Hallelujah, Jesus Hallelujah, Jesus we praise you Lord we praise you Lord thank you Jesus thank you Jesus hallelujah Jesus come on church let's praise Him. come on let's lift them up let's magnify them in this place we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Glory to your name, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. You defeated it all
0: You defeated it, defeat it all We thank you, Jesus 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 We thank you, Jesus. 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 You defeated all. Defeat it all. That's why you're my champion. You're my Lord and Savior. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus.
4: We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We give you all the glory and honor right now, Jesus. Pastor, we bind the devil right now. We bind the devil up right now. We magnify you, oh God. Oh, we thank you, Jesus, right now, Lord. We are so grateful for you, Lord. All the miracles that you perform in our lives, Lord. Oh, Lord, right now, God. We thank you for all things right now, Jesus. We ask you to purify our hearts and our minds, oh God. Cleanse us, oh God, from all unrighteousness, Jesus. Lord, we speak healing unto this place today, Lord. Lord, touch Trelissa right now, Hollins, right now, God. For your complete healing right now, Jesus. Touch Christina Moten right now in your name, Jesus. All sickness slipped up out of her body right now. Restore it back unto you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Lord, someone's asking for some peace, Lord. Touch their lives right now, Lord. Give them your peace right now, God. Move in their heart and their mind right now, Lord. Steady them right now in your name, Jesus. As the waves crash, Lord, speak into their life right now, Lord. Be still, be still. Lord, we thank you, Jesus. We ask that you just touch all those that are backslidden and lost, Lord. Lord, all those that are refusing, Lord, to submit unto your will, Lord. Shake them up right now, Jesus. Show them themselves right now, Lord. Let them come unto themselves and recognize, Lord, that you're the only one that can keep them, Lord. You're the only one that can restore them, Lord. You're the only one that can cleanse them, oh Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for cleansing us, oh God. For purifying our minds, Lord. To walk righteously with you, Lord. We know that all of our prayers, Lord, are answered according to your will, Lord Jesus. Upon our faith, Lord, we trust that we believe in you. in Jesus mighty name, but we pray. We say Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord.
1: Praise the Lord. We're going to, if everyone can stand, we're going to do offering right now.
4: Praise the Lord. Brother Jim's going to play. We have the ushers. All right.
3: You can go ahead. Go ahead. Oh God, to give a portion back to you. Let it be used for your glory and to fervor, O oh God, the gospel, O oh God, and the work of your kingdom, God. Bless those that give and those that have not to give
1: so they can be givers as well.
3: We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. here. Here. Well, praise the Lord. It's all about joy, isn't it? I mean, you know, this is the day that the world celebrates the birth of Christ. We know he was born in August, but it doesn't really matter because we celebrate his birth, which led to his death, which led to our salvation, and we celebrate it every day. And one of the things that we get is you know the bible talks about heaven on earth and part of that heaven on earth comes from the joy that we get regardless of circumstances we may have trials but they don't last long because i feel like i feel like we have this underlying pulsating joy that just goes all the time regardless of the situations regardless of anything that might be a trial, we know that we're going to get quickly back to that joy because it's just resting underneath everything that we do. So we're celebrating joy today, which came from Christ's birth, which led to his death, which led to our salvation.
0: Heaven and nature say, He rules the world with truth. righteousness and the wonders of his love. And the wonders of his love. The wonders, the wonders of
2: Best with this song. I've been struggling for a month with something. <clears throat> you know, Satan doesn't want me to spread the word. But I have a hard time. And I start coughing and hacking. Just listen to the words because the words are wonderful. I heard a, a funny comedian say he came out into the scene, Mary, did you know? And he said, Yes, she knew the angel came and told her. <laughs> but I don't think it's really about that. <laughs> I think it's about what? She didn't know everything that that encompassed. <laughs> so.
0: Mary, did you know?
2: Your baby boy With one day Walk on one Never did you know That
0: your baby boy Will save our sons And daughters
2: you deliver, yes, you deliver, you.
0: Mary, did you know that your
2: baby would give sight to a blind?
3: Some, we have some guests today. So
1: people are here for the first time. Please stand. You're here for the first time. Could, could you introduce yourself to us, Kenny, Rosanna? We're blessed to have you here. We're so glad you came. We're glad you came to be here. Who else? No, no, no more first time. Though. I, I think I saw somebody over there. Is that Raven? Oh my, praise God. (laughs) I looked up and I saw, I said, I know that girl. And we have Ariana visiting. It's crazy when your babies have babies. Glory to God. Makes me feel old. Oh, you know what? I I saw her come in. I knew that there was somebody else. Introduce
0: yourself.
1: <laughs> Angie, we're glad to have you her here. As a guest of Christina, and Christina's sick. She got COVID. She'll be okay. Don't worry. <laughs> I seem like Camille. It's just a cold. (laughs) Oh my
3: goodness!
1: (laughs) Our children. Right. (laughs) My goodness, Lori. Anyway, um, I'm glad to be back. (laughs) You know, last week I uh, I was uh, I was over at. uh, Right of Bethel, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Derek back here, howling. see I should have never said that about him having a young mind. You know, Benjamin Buttons himself. You know. <laughs> we, were, we were, Camille and I were laughing about that those day. One day for Derek's birthday, you know, we had a, we were all at uh, youth care. We had to work, you know, and stuff, and everybody brought gifts and everything. And boy, Camille and I were just waiting. He opened our gift last, and it was a box of Buttons, you know. <laughs> and we said, get it? Benjamin Buttons, you know. You were 80 when you were born. Now you're getting younger. Anyway, praise the Lord. But I'm really excited this morning. Happy to see everybody here. Uh, in fact, um, one of the things that I do sometimes in the morning is I'll turn on YouTube and listen to the gospel music and whatever. And this morning, I said, I have a little time, and Camilla's gone. She usually yells at me for listening to Maverick City ridiculously loud, you know. So I said, let me turn on and listen. Well, I was listening to a, a song, and another a group came on. They were singing, uh, What a Wonderful Name It Is. Boy, it tore me up. I was crying. In, yeah, crying. In. That's worse than crying. <laughs> no, I know, that, I know the real word. I was crying, though. No, no, this was tough. You know, and, and every song, then other songs would come on, man. It was tearing me up. And, uh, and I know that, you know, I got in an emotional state. And, um, you know, because about what God shared with me to share with you is emotional to me. And uh, I, I titled it... Uh, one day, he came into the world. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. I got to straighten this thing out. Yet. This thing wasn't in the middle. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Okay, the young people are gone. Praise the Lord. One day he came into the world. One day he came into the world. In the Christian world, uh, this became, a, 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 at some point, a great point of controversy. The controversy was over when that day was, when he came into the world the day Christ was born. And should we or should we not celebrate? Uh, But we all agree that one day Christ was born. We have scripture that tells us why he was born, how he was born, and where he was born, and all the conditions around his birth or his incarnation. For me, the rejoicing and celebrating is for the fact that one day, On some day, he came into the world. Let let me show you why. In uh, John 16, verses 26 through 31, it says, In that day you shall ask in my name. And I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you, uh, for the Father himself uh, loveth you because you have loved me. And have believed that I came out from God. I came forth from uh, the Father and am coming to the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. His disciples said unto him, "Lo, now speakest thou plainly and speaketh no proverb. Now we are sure that thou knowest all things and needest not that any man should ask thee. By this we believe that thou camest forth from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Do you now believe? With everything the disciples of Jesus, or knew of Jesus, and all their experiences with him, the healings, the feedings, the teachings, uh, this explanation caused them to say, We believe. You are God. Come to earth. Now we believe. Uh, you're the Messiah that was prophesied about. You're the one we believe, we learned of as children in Israel. The question is do we believe? No, do we believe? The disciples said, no, we, now we believe. I think when Jesus said, do, do you now believe? Uh, uh, um, uh, he was being sarcastic. I, you know, I think he was being sarcastic. you and, and this is why I think that. I think they still had some things to experience before they truly believed and understood with spiritual wisdom and understanding. You see, uh, uh, he, he could say, I brought Lazarus back from the dead, but I haven't risen from the dead yet myself. You don't know all. You've seen some things, but you, the whole thing you, is not revealed to you yet. You've seen me raise someone, but you haven't seen me rise myself. See, Thomas hasn't gotten a revelation yet when he put his fingers in the nails in my hand and the hole in my side, and then he declared, my Lord and my God. See, he hadn't realized yet that I'm both Lord and God. See, so, so, so you know, like some of us, they hung up on other things. Fears pride, self-righteousness. But, but no, they, they said, no, we believe. Praise the Lord. So the question is, do we? You have experience with God. You know, you understand some things. You now believe. The, the reason why I ask that is because we, we sometimes still have issues. You know, we still go through some things where we have doubts. Am I going to be okay? You know, am I going to... Uh, 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 fail at this? Am I going to run out of money? Is this going to happen? Am I going to be destroyed? Am I going to be embarrassed and stuff? Well, do you believe? That's what God is asking. Praise the Lord. Uh, uh, John 1 verses 1 through 3 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, And without him was not anything made that was made. Verse 14 of that same chapter uh, says, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So the Bible tells us that in the beginning, uh, there was the word. And just so you get it, this beginning was before Genesis 1 and 1. Okay. Because to God, there is no beginning. Praise the Lord. Just a point in eternity. So he says, in the beginning was this word. The word was God. The word was with God. It made everything. That same word became flesh and dwelt among us. He's talking about the day he came into the world. See, he he came into the world. He, He became flesh. And we beheld his glory. The glory... As the only begotten of the father. He came as his only son. See one day God. Robed himself in flesh. Reduced himself into a human. Impregnation an embryo. A, and a birth process. This is he. That all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. I think that deserves a celebration. Or at least some acknowledgement. Something. Something. One time, years and years ago, I preached this. I said, Boy, don't you think it was funny? In the whole 33 years of Jesus' life, there was never a birthday party. Nobody ever said, Happy birthday, Lord. Nobody, you know, he went to parties. You know, he went to a party, turned the water into wine, and all that kind of stuff. But nobody ever gave him a party. Praise the Lord. You know, I think, I think, Uh, uh, The coming into the world, God coming into the world, it deserves some sort of acknowledgement, at least. Not just today and tomorrow or during the month of December, but every month, every day. Now, here's the crazy thing about it. The enemy has spun some Christians out. In fact, fully appreciating God coming to earth uh, uh, is too spiritually deep for them. What the enemy has done uh, uh, is get the world involved with this birth and made a worldwide celebration with varying customs. But let me give you an example of how he's playing mind games with you. Because uh, uh, he didn't only do that with holidays. He did that with church. He made varying denominations with strong dogmas and certain appeals. But we have church according to scripture. Not as the world, but as we know it to be true. No, we're we're still having trouble. No devil, you've messed it up. Trying to take it. You have one denomination. They call themselves, the world calls them the church. But the scripture says that the church is those that are born again. That's the church. That's the body of Christ. But, But because they're not recognizing that doesn't mean we're not going to worship and celebrate and glorify God. Uh, so, so the same way uh, 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 we acknowledge the birth of Christ according to Scripture, not along with the world, but as we know it to be true. And for strong, undeniable reasons, we acknowledge the fact that one day He came into the world, the birth of Christ, God coming into the world. Is the biggest event I know related to mankind. That's the biggest event that I know of. I can't think of anything that's greater. Without it, we're all doomed, destined to destruction, damnation, and hell. If, if Christ wouldn't have come into the world, how are you going to get healed? Who's going to take the stripes? Who, who, yada la Who's gonna take the stripes that heal you? Who's gonna take the brokenness that gives you peace? Who's gonna die for the sins that you committed? See, see, him coming into the world. No, that's the biggest event there is. I'm definitely going to ignore, I'm definitely going to, I'm, I'm without a doubt, going to celebrate. I don't need trees and bulbs and lights and all that kind of stuff. But I'm going to acknowledge his birth. I'm going to celebrate Christ, God, coming into the world. Biggest event I know. John 18, 37 says, Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, thou says that I am a king. To this end was I born. And for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth, heareth my voice. Everyone that is of the truth, heareth my voice. Praise the Lord. Here here we go. Here's one of the reasons that he came into the world, to bear witness unto the truth. What truth? Some of us are like Pilate. You know, when Jesus said that to Pilate, Pilate said, uh, what is truth? (laughs) He wanted to know, you know, he he was annoyed by that. Uh, uh, Truth is fact, reality, honesty, accuracy. See, every time we get a revelation of who Jesus is to us, we are benefiting from him or his bearing witness to the truth. You're benefiting because he's bearing witness. There's something about him that you understand now. You understand something that's true. You understand truth. He bore witness to all truth. About life. And how we and everything else exist. See I think we ought to be striving to know truth. Otherwise Christ came in vain for you. You know. If you're for real. And you spend time with Jesus. He will continue to teach you. And show you things about life and yourself. That way you have accurate knowledge and understanding about life and you. You know, I spoke to somebody this week, and and God was showing them something about themselves. I said, Well, it's the same thing he did to Abraham. Don't be upset. Same thing he told me, Abraham. He said, No, no, don't you need to leave me leave your father's house and all that kind of stuff and come on, I'm going to show you a place to go and you're going to be this and that and other. Okay, yes, he left. Took your daddy with him. You almost believed me completely. Took your nephew with you. You almost believed, but you stepped out. in faith More than any other people probably would have done. But then one day, God said, now I'm going to make you see whether you really believe me. I want you to take that young man, this promised miracle child that you have, and you take him up and sacrifice. Sacrifice him to him. And you know, Abraham bought, you know, like if I was his son, I'd have been upset. Isaac? Oh, I'd have been upset. You snuck me up here. <laughs> you understand? And me carrying the wood and all that kind of stuff, you know. You know, I'm, I'm honoring you as my dad. You understand? You're going to get up here tomorrow and make it I, Well, I see the wood. I see the fire where the sacrifice. <laughs> but when he did it, God said, now nah, I know. More than anything, now you know
3: that you really believe in me.
1: Now you have an accurate account. I'm still witnessing the truth. That's what God is doing with you and I. See, Jesus can't know. I, I want things to be act, I want you to know things. I want to have honesty. I want you to understand facts, reality. Praise the Lord. There's too much in religion today that's not accurate. Not factual. Not reality. Praise the Lord. 1 Timothy 1 and 15 says, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all exception that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Here's another reason that he came. He came to save sinners. Hello. He came to be a witness of the truth, to bear witness of the truth. And he came to save sinners. And and Paul says of whom I am chief. And we could argue with him about that. You know, I define chief because I know I would, you know, because, you know, I give you a run for your money, Paul. Praise the Lord. Some Christians are not really like Christ. You borrowed the name. See, to be a Christian, that means that you are like Christ. You're supposed to be like Christ. You just borrowed the name. See, you don't have his character. I, I said to you before that one of the things that God does with us when, we become, when, we, when we're born again is he starts to change our character into his character. You go through experiences that, that mold you and shape you into being like him. You know, like for you to be humble, you have to be in humbling situations. You, you have to be in situations where you realize, no, it's not about me. I don't care what, I, what I'm thought of as. But but the, your shape, see, part of it is because your aim is to be something or somebody, a prophet or an apostle. You know, it, it tickles me a little bit when I hear people introduced as I'm apostle this one. No, I'm serious. It tickles me a little bit. Oh, you, you wanted to be an apostle. I'm prophet. I'm prophetess. I'm this. I'm that. That's well and good. I don't want to step on your tradition. But <laughs> there's a list of patriarchs you might see yourself as. I'm Moses. I'm David. I'm Elijah. See, the problem is you're supposed to be Christ. You no don't need no other David, no another Moses. We had Moses. You don't need to be Paul. Paul, Paul did to fulfill the purpose that God had for him. What Christ has for the church is, you're me. You're the body of Christ. You're not the body of Paul. You're not the body of Elijah. You're the body of Christ. I said, as God first gave me this revelation, I said to people, I said, you know, well, how come everybody... How come you always got to be the one with the palsy getting healed? You always in the crowd getting fed. And then some of y'all are matured and got so religious that you weren't disciples carrying extra baskets. But the fact of the matter is you ought to have been the one that's taking the fish and the loaves and feeding 5,000. We, we had Peter. We had John. Now we have you. What's your name? Who are you in Christ? See, if you were like Christ, your reason for being here would be to see sinners saved. Because the Bible says, he just said here, I came into the world to save sinners. So if you're the body of Christ, if you're like Christ, then your reason is to see sinners saved. I I said two weeks ago, a pastor friend of mine told me one day, we were driving around uh, having fellowship. He said, you got to catch a fish before you can clean it. That's what he said to me. He was explaining that he thought it well to use whatever you can to draw someone to a place or state of being where they might be saved. (laughs) <laughs> somebody told me one day something, they were talking about holidays and everything, you know how the devil has ruined all the holidays and detached them to some pagan thing and whatever like that, and somebody told me something about Easter uh, or Resurrection Day and stuff and I said this before I could even think of what I was saying I'd give out Easter eggs at the door if I thought somebody was going to get saved no, I know it ain't real, but I, if I thought I was gonna get them in to get saved, we pass them out the door. What you want? What kind you want? Somebody no y- y'all don't know this. Uh, uh I'll tell you about this. Y'all want a gold brick or a heavenly hash? Y'all want to get them kind of good east eggs up here. That's from Elmer's. <laughs> what do you want? What do you need? What do I need to do to get you to get saved? I yeah. I got I'm not paying. be nobody you know i told you this before when i was uh, working at Boys Town, we stopped being family teachers i went into the uh, uh, uh administrative training program and you would be in the administrative training program and they'd do certain things i didn't have to do because we had been there 15 and a half years well anyway that people would ask you after a while what you want to be i loved it when they'd say that to me because it gave me an opportunity to say i'm already what i want to be i'm a christian And, you know, before they got too mad, I was, oh, you mean what job I want? Literally, I'm already what I want to be. I didn't know I wanted to be that until I became that. And the more I learn about Christ, the more I know about Jesus, the more I understand about this, the more I want to be But this man was explaining about drawing people to get saved. He said, whatever it takes, then we'll worry about whether you have on too much makeup or the picture on your T-shirt. We'll worry about that later. Let's get you saved first. Let's get you born again. Let's get you full of the spirit. Let's get you baptized in his name. Now we'll wonder about whether you got fingernail polish on or not. You know, I don't care about, you know, we had a a young lady that lived with us when we were at Boys Town, and uh, uh, she was one of uh, Paulette's buddies. You know, she was in the home the same time Paulette was in there. And uh, when she stayed after she graduated a little while and everything, and uh, when she went home after, oh, gosh, I don't know how long it was, maybe a year after she had left, you understand, she called up one day while we were at church. And I got home, and I checked the messages on the phone. You understand, and and, and it said uh, she said, Mike, Camille, uh, this is Diana. She said, or oh, oh, should I say, Sister Diana, because I'm born again, baptized in Jesus' name, speaking in tongues, full of the Holy Ghost, and stuff like that. Oh man, we were excited. We were excited, but she told me she said this. She said, she said, Mike, it's hard to be an apostolic church here. They worried about what you have on fingernail polish and they're taking all these collections for the for the van collection and for the radio uh, ministry and for this ministry. So I said, girl, you know what to do. Just live like you're supposed to. You know how to go. Hi, it is. You, you've been here long enough, you know, like that. I said, no, we, first thing. Now we got you saved. We worry about all that later. Praise the Lord. And really, if you're like Christ, you might suffer some things to be less than righteous until they mature like he did with you. Just like he did with you. See, I have a testimony about about Halloween in the 80s. (laughs) You know, I was born again in the 70s. Not only that. You know, I was teaching Bible studies. Folks had received the Holy Ghost in our living room. And God suffered me to stuff some of my clothes to make a headless man and a jack-o'-lantern sitting beside it to decorate for the trick-or-treaters. That was in the 80s. I had moved here and all that stuff by then. And, you know, I had never thought to research uh, 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 you know, uh, you know all this different stuff. You know uh, uh, about uh, the headless horseman and all that kind of stuff. That really a thing. I didn't even know that. You making something that's the and the, the night of the dead and all that kind of stuff. I, I never knew all about that stuff. Some of us have our own brand of holiness, not quite how the Bible describes Jesus. And are adamant about imposing it on others. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not stuffing nothing. Not making no Halloween decorations. Now nah, I know better. But when I didn't, that didn't stop God from doing all the things that he was doing with me. That didn't stop me. When the pastor asked me to speak at church. I spoke. God didn't tell the pastor, no, he don't know about Halloween yet. He can't preach. I told you, no, Jesus said I came so that I could bear witness to the truth. I, I want you to be accurate. I don't want you just run around like, no, I already have holiness down. I don't need you to have a new brand of it. Here's something that's very interesting. God told me this. This might seem a little bit off, but this is part of it. In 2 Corinthians 5.19, the Bible says that God has committed unto us the word of reconciliation so that we can operate in Christ's stead, pleading with folks to be reconciled to God. If you read that 2 Corinthians... Oh, you got that up there? It's up there. <laughs> Praise God. It's up there, Steve. <laughs> well... Just so you get it, word in that, the word of reconciliation, that word, word, means something said, including the thought. It implies a topic, a subject of discourse. Also reasoning, mental faculty or motive, a computation. Specifically, in the article in in, in 1 John 3 that we read already, word refers to the divine expression that is Christ. But but for, for, for this word it means something said, uh uh including the thought. It's an account or a cause of communication. In other words, God has committed unto you or placed in you what to say, the thought, the subject, the discourse or converse or conversation, the reasoning. We should know what to do and say to draw folks to Christ. God said he put it in you. He gave you the water of reconciliation so that you could be in Christ's stead. Mm. Yes, one day he came into the world. He did some stuff. He did some things. He made things happen in our lives. He, he provided for things to happen in our lives. I'm 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 really I'm really I'm really excited about that. And boy, you know, this morning, you know, like I, I sit down, I look and listen to gospel music all the time. But you know, I was touched, and, and, and you know, and I was even questioning myself. Why are you so emotional? And I was thinking about the people that's in the crowd. You know, the people jumping up, screaming, doing all kind of crazy. Crit- I said, oh, that must be what they are going through. But it was, you know, the name. When he said, what a beautiful name. And to see the name Jesus, I said, my goodness. In fact, I even thought I might sing it for you all. But, you know, I thought better of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope somebody else asked me to preach on a Sunday morning. I wasn't insulted over there. I just want you to know. <laughs> Nobody insulted me there. Praise the Lord. Look at 1 John 3:8. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of Man was manifested that we might destroy, that he might destroy the works of the devil. So here again, you have another reason. Now we, we found some reasons why he came into the world. He came into the world to bear witness of truth, to save sinners. Now we find he came to destroy the works of the devil. Praise the Lord. The word manifested means to render apparent, to appear, manifestly declare, be made manifest. uh, uh, So in other words, to show self. So now you can see, now the son of God, now you can see him in the world. This is why he came. This is why he's manifested. Here's another reason why he came. To destroy the works of the devil. Destroy means to loosen. Or to break up. Destroy. Dissolve. To melt. uh, Or put off. Praise God. When you read this. uh, uh, What comes to mind is Jesus destroying what the devil does. As though it's a competition. Uh, The devil tries to do something. And Jesus runs up and destroys it. Or he finds things that the devil has done and destroys them. The part we play uh, in uh, that is first allowing Jesus to destroy what the devil has done in you. Because he did some things. And and Jesus said that's why that scripture starts off with uh, He that committed sin is of the devil. He's telling you, you commit sin, you're of the devil. You sin. So, Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. So, the first thing I got to do is destroy the works of the devil in he who committed sin. That's so now, you as a church, you can be a part of the body of Christ and, 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 and then you as the body of Christ can take part in destruction, or in the destruction, however, God has called or purposed your life in Him. Now you're like Christ, destroying the works of the devil. The Bible said the devil is a liar. He was a liar
3: from the beginning.
1: You had to destroy lies. See? Not just the lies people believe. the lies you tell yourself. Oh my. Oh my. Can I stay? Oh my. I didn't plan that Lord. But you have to destroy things that the devil is doing. You have to destroy things that the devil has done. Here's the problem the church has today. You don't always recognize the works of the devil. See, you didn't recognize it, so you couldn't help destroy it. You couldn't take part in destroying it. You don't always recognize Most of you, when you recognize that the devil is doing something, will allow the Lord to move you past it. You know, hey, you know, a lot of people are humble enough to say, oh, wow, man, the devil got me. He had me going. Thank you, Lord. For destroying that. Thank you for destroying that. Praise the Lord. You, you have, but, but, but that's not always the case. Uh, just so you get it, I want you to understand this, because like we said, they'll be playing mind games with you, understand? Uh, uh, there is a nation and a sect of people who are religious and claim the true God as their God. But because of pride, they would not acknowledge that he, Christ, the Messiah, came into the world. No, no. There are others like that also. The enemy has them twisted concerning things in life, but pride won't let them. They won't let let the Lord get them past it. Get them past it. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You had things in your life that were going on. You were doing things or you did something. And boy, pride was holding you back. You wouldn't let the Lord... You wouldn't let it break. You wouldn't, you know... God couldn't get you past it because you were proud. You wouldn't acknowledge it. You know, I, I, I was listening when, 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 when uh, Pastor Brian was praying. Pastor Derek was praying. And, 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 and uh, I think each of them said something about, oh, God, you know, forgive us of our sins. Lord, make us whole, righteous, whatever like that. Well, you know, you're going to have to confess. You're going to have to say, oh, God, <laughs> yeah, I messed up. Now, here's, here's, here's the however. The Bible says if you confess, you don't even have to ask him. You don't have to say, God, make me righteous. All you have to do is confess. And he said he's faithful and just to cleanse you of all your sins. I'll take care of that part. I just need you to confess. I, I'll do the cleansing. Ooh, I'm so glad he came to the world. I told you, this, this is a big thing, man. This, the event of God coming into the world is the biggest event that I know of. Now, no doubt, I understand why the enemy wants to mess it up. See, you know this if you've been here. This is something that we say to you on on. Uh, uh, on most holidays where the world celebrates it on Sunday. We tell you, go be with your family and represent Jesus. Okay? And we're not having an evening service tonight, so I'm telling you the same thing today. Go represent Christ. With your family. Don't be walking around acting like something's wrong with them because they're celebrating Christ Mass. If you do, you're never going to draw them to Christ. And you do want to be like Christ. You are here to save sinners, right? Let me me give you another example. On Mother's Day, we don't have an evening service. We say, go be with your family and do that. No
3: controversy.
1: No controversy. Mother's Day is made up. That ain't no religious holiday. Mother's Day ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. On Father's Day. I like that one. Yeah, I think Camille even... Pays for brunch on that day. (laughs) Go be with your family. Go represent Christ. No controversy. No controversy. Why? The devil don't care. That ain't got nothing to do with God. But when we start talking about the greatest event that happened with mankind, with God coming into the earth, now we got controversy. Now we got issues. Now you're not right. Hey, bullshit. Well, I'm telling you today, go represent Christ in the hopes that something you may say or do will draw them to Christ. Remember now, you're destroying, dissolving, melting, putting off the works of the devil. You, 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 you're in the world. You're not of the world. you you represent Jesus. Here's something that happened also, and, and we'll be finished give you a chance to shout. Uh, you know, when, whenever something happens in your life that's not okay that you have issues with. Rightfully so, it might be. Well, I don't want to say rightfully so because if you're in Christ, none of your issues really matter. I don't want to seem cold, but the issue you're having is you. You have the issue. You're still responsible to represent Christ in your life. Because to him, that ain't no issue. I got that taken care of. You just don't know about it. But I did this, I did it. Okay, I knew you were going to do that. You shocked, not me. It's a surprise to you, maybe. But as far as I'm concerned, you're still going on. that to you when he came into the earth. He, he showed you that. He bore witness of this reality, this truth. That no matter what happens. What? All, all these people are standing here. Lord, they're hungry. Uh, how can we, well, let's feed them. How can we feed them? We don't have any money. We hardly have enough to feed Well, you have them to sit down in groups like this. What the boy got? Some fish and some, okay, help him sit down. Let's see. The issue that looks like it's impossible, I don't care what kind of problem it is, it doesn't stop God from being God. (laughs) And you, my friend, as the body of Christ, should not stop either. Oh, but I did this, and they're doing this now, and now <laughs> they, 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 I lost my job. I, oh, that you know, news to you again, not to God. You should still represent Christ as though there's no issue. Because in his eyes, I got you. you my child. There's no issue. Nothing happening. I told you before, one time God told me, just out of nowhere, I, just, well, I don't know what I was doing, but just in the, out of the blue, Jesus said to me, he said, you ever notice how when I walked on earth, I never got anxious? Boy, that helped me so much, because I was an anxious person. I was anxiety in the flesh. You know, I didn't really try to show it, but inside, I was, it was working. And God said, you notice that I, I never got anxious? In other words, there's no issue." That's too big for me. There's no, nothing that's out of hand. I'm not going to get there too late. Everything is in my control. I am so glad. That one day. you came into the world. And to me. It is such a big event. I cannot help. But be joyous. I cannot help but be thankful. I cannot help but celebrate. I cannot help but acknowledge it. And you know, I, I, you know, like, like, like Camille was saying, you know, it, it didn't happen in December, but I don't know of another day. If you have another day in mind, tell me. We, <laughs> you know, I am a proponent of this, though. I think we should sing, you know, Christmas carols all year long. I, you know, you know, because it ain't just today that I thought joy to the world. You know what I mean? Praise God! One day He came into the world. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for who you are in us, Lord, with us. But Lord, we thank you that you decided your your method, your 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 your, your means of doing things. Whatever it is, God, it was perfect. And your coming into the world, God, remains, in my mind, the biggest event that's ever happened related to mankind. Without it, God, we couldn't get healed. Without it, we couldn't get saved. Without it, God, we wouldn't have peace. We wouldn't have joy. God, we couldn't have rest. None of the things, oh God, that are positive in our lives could we have without you. Lord, you said without you we couldn't have life. Not the life you wanted to give us. You said I came so you could have life but not just life. Life more abundant. Lord, we thank you for the abundant lives that we're able to live because of you. Lord, we thank you that over and over again, you do things that cause us to say, now we believe. But do we really? God, we know that it was you that made all things. You robed yourself in flesh. You came and dwelt amongst us. You paid the price for our sin. Lord, you even did some extra things. Before going to the cross, you took stripes so that we could be healed. Lord, you were chastised for our peace.
0: Yes.
1: Hush. You did all these things, God. And you decided For me to do this, I need to go into the world. I need to reduce myself down to one of the very things that I made from the dust of the earth. I need to walk with them and talk with them. Feel what they feel. Be touched at every point as they are. But I won't sin. I'm going to remain pure and holy and righteous. And voluntarily I'll take upon myself all of their sin. All of their unrighteousness. My plan is. I need to go into the world to do this. I'll be born like a child. be a baby and grow up with parents and brothers and sisters. But I'll still be their God. Thank you, Jesus. Make us more like you. You, 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 you came, Lord, and, and you bore witness of the truth. You showed us what we should do. Your word says, oh God, that you gave us a word of reconciliation. We know what to say. We know what
4: to do to draw others to Christ. God, help us to get ourselves out of the way and stop
1: drawing people to us and draw people to you. Lord, that way we're surely destroying the works of the devil. Bless your wonderful name, Jesus. Bless the
4: wonderful name of Jesus.
1: There may be somebody here today that says, oh, I want to know him like that. I want to know him like that. Come on, we'll pray with you. We'll
4: pray with you. Come on, you can know him in a special way. Come on, let him let Him show you truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, oh God, Lord, I want to dance for you. I want to celebrate you with dance, Lord. Oh God, I know in my heart, it wasn't a dance, it was my desire to please you. I want to be you, Lord. Hallelujah.
1: Jesus' name, I Yes, God. Praise God. Come on, church. You ought to praise him now. You ought to praise him. You ought to praise him. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of
4: Jesus. Come on. What a beautiful name it is. What a powerful name it is. We didn't know that name until the angel came and told mary you're gonna have a child and his name will be jesus in fact they're gonna call him emmanuel it'll be god with us he's coming into the world today come on let him come into you come on he could be born right in the name of Jesus come on come on Jesus glory to God glory to God hallelujah
1: hallelujah hallelujah in Jesus name Lord I don't want to lose anything of you I want more of you I want more of you, God, not less. Hush. In the name of Jesus. Come on. God said, just open yourself up. Just let me in. Come on. Just, yeah, let me in. In the name of Jesus. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Come on, church, you could praise better than that. Come on. You know how to give glory. Somebody really want to get next to him. Somebody really wants to be a part of him.
4: praise hallelujah Jesus
3: glory to God
4: our service times are listed on the screen we will not have an evening service tonight we uh, welcome all of the guests that came out we thank you if you before you leave make sure that you fill out a, a guest card and that you get a guest package and you can either hand it into an usher or you can put it in the drop box on your way out please remember to pray for the lost the sick for our, the backslidden for our fellowship and all of our associated churches if you have any prayer needs please text or call minister camille moton the number is not listed on the screen so we'll have our normally scheduled morning service uh next sunday Sunday evening, we will ha- we will have our watch night service starting at ten. But we will instead of our seven p.m. service, we will serve ser- uh, serve finger foods, beverages, and small desserts following service. So please invite those that you've been ministering to. Um, junior Church will have pizza day on Friday, January fifth. Uh, we need a head count of parents and, and children. By December 31st, uh, it will be at the Amazing Pizza Machine. We will not let anyone in who is not on the list.
1: So don't, you can
4: come, but just know that you're not with us. So praise the Lord.
3: You know.
1: So
4: put your name on the list. Otherwise, you're going to have some, a bouncer there telling you you can't come in here. You can have pizza, but you can't be with us. Amen. Uh, Women's Chat will not meet this month, but we'll meet on January 20th from 2 to 4 p.m. They will discuss Esther 1 through 5. Read up, mark the date, and join them. For more information, contact Minister Camille Moten. And if you're free anytime between noon and 1 p.m. on Wednesdays, please join us here for a time of prayer. Even if you can only stay 10 to 15 minutes, come and agree in prayer. Are there any other announcements? Yes.
1: praise the lord and i i do think that sister ziki has some donuts that she
3: uh, brought so make sure you get a donut before you leave are there any other announcements all right we're
1: dismissed in jesus name and have a merry christmas